Okay, so I have been wanting to touch on this topic for a while, but I haven't because I didn't know enough about it and I wanted to kind of learn a little bit more about it before I opened my big fat mouth. Because it's a relatively sensitive subject and I don't want to come across as being ignorant or anything else. But I keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off and putting it off. So what I'm going to do now is talk about it to the best of my ability and then see what comes out of the wash and maybe do another one either tomorrow or another day, a kind of a follow-up episode. So... I want to talk about a weightlifter called Laurel Hubbard. She is an she is a New Zealand lady and she is competing in weightlifting representing New Zealand in the Olympics that's currently on. My understanding is that she's due to compete this coming Monday, so this day of week, I think it's August 2nd. Now, what's I suppose unusual about Laurel Hubbard is that she was born Gavin Hubbard so she was born a little baby boy and lived her life as a boy and then you know as as a baby as a boy as a, a young lad as a teenager and then as an adult man and she transitioned in 2012 or 13 I'm not sure depending on what article I read online it says either 2013 or 2012 the specifics I don't think are, are that relevant um I think she was age 35 at the time now look maybe it was 2013 and she was 36 maybe it was 2012 and she was 34 ballpark there you are so she lived 35 odd years as a man before transitioning to a woman now I know what transitioning means, and I pulled up the definition of transition. So the definition of transition, according to the internet, is the process or a period of changing from one state or condition to another. Students in transition from one program to another is the example. Or a man who transitions to a woman, or a woman who transitions to a man. Now, I don't think it's a technical term. So my understanding is that I personally could transition to being a woman... And all I would have to do is, I wouldn't even have to change my name because Francis, as it happens, is a male and female name. But maybe if I started asking people to refer to me as her or she, and maybe if I started dressing as a woman, maybe that would be enough of a transition. Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe I'd have to start taking hormones. Maybe I'd have to do the whole full gender reassignment, which would be removal of the penis and addition of, of breasts I don't know. And again, that's this is why I'm doing this initial episode. It's to just get what's in my head out of my head so that I can listen back to it and basically see what I've got wrong, what I've got right, what I'm happy about, what I'm unhappy about with the idea of progressing this whole thing along because the whole fucking point of what I do here in these solos is to aid in my own progression, say, in my own development. And... Before I mention anything more about Laurel Hubbard, I want to get across my thoughts on transgenderism, for want of a better term. So my understanding of people who are transgender is that they're effectively born in the wrong body. So it's almost as though they might be born as a baby girl, but inside that baby girl's head is a male brain, essentially. So that person 
grows up, let's say if it's it's let's say it's got a vagina. That person grows up and is dressed as a girl and spoken to as a girl and lives her life as a girl, but in her head, she shouldn't be in a female's body, she should be in a male's body. She feels like a boy or feels like a man. And the same is true for the opposite. If you're born a boy and you're born into a boy's body, but you feel like you're a girl, that's transgenderism, transgenderism, you know, I suppose at its most basic or most fundamental. As far as I'm aware, okay, I'm no fucking expert in any of this. It's just my own opinion. And to those people they'll get nothing but empathy from me because I personally think that life is fucking tough enough when you're born into the, you know, quote-unquote right body. Okay, so I was born into a boy's or a man's body and I feel and think like a man, so I don't have any transgender issues, thankfully. And I could only imagine... Sorry, I can't even begin to imagine the mental anguish and torture that there would be if I was confused or in, in that sense. Confused might be the right term, but look, again, my heart goes out to these people, it genuinely does, because, as I said, life is fucking tough enough without additional complications, okay? And I think, generally speaking, we've come a long way in relation to transgenderism and gay rights and equality for different sexual preferences and all the rest of it and I'm a big supporter of all that I think it's fucking great fair play, hon the lads and up the boys however Laurel Hubbard is competing in the Olympics against women none of whom were born men and none of whom spent 35 years of their lives as a man and that to me gives Laurel Hubbard a whopping advantage. And I don't think it's fair. And as much empathy as I have for Laurel, I've even more empathy, I think, for the person, for the woman, whose place she took. Because I don't think she was added in as an extra competitor. There was X amount of people that can go to the Olympics, and she's one of them, meaning that she took somebody else's place. Such is the case for everyone who gets into the Olympics or anyone who gets into a final of anything. You've gotten there ahead of someone else or indeed everybody else. Now, I'm not going to get into the details of uh, how much testosterone is in a man's body in comparison to, or an average man's body in comparison to an average woman's body. I'm not going to go into power to strength ratio or anything like that because I'm not... I'm not as informed as I'd like to be in any of that to comment on it. However, I have been thinking for relatively deeply in relation to what's going to happen here. Because if she has the advantage that you could only... You couldn't help but think she's going to have having lived as a biological man for 35 years. And just to fill somebody in who mightn't be maybe as familiar with this as I am, even though I'm not that familiar with it. Men are way stronger than women. Like, way stronger. Way, way stronger. There's no fucking comparison. There's absolutely no comparison. It's why we have gender segregation in sports. It's because 
biological males have a whopping advantage over biological females. Men have the advantage in muscle mass, in bone density, in power, in endurance, in recovery. The whole fucking shooting match. But what I've been trying to think of is, what's going to happen? And I hope she wins gold in her division. Because if she wins gold in her division, I think it will highlight the unfairness of having transgender athletes competing against either women or men. More so the case for women because the, adva- the, advantage is, the advantage is that men have an advantage over women, not the other way around. A woman transitioning to a man won't have a hope, won't have a hope of getting into the Olympics as a weightlifter. Not a hope. There isn't a woman alive or that has ever lived, as far as I'm concerned, that could ever dream of matching the same lifting records that men can in Olympic level weightlifting. But Laurel Hubbard is transitioning from a man to a woman, so we'll stick with the transitioning from male to women and competing against other women, biological women, say, in the Olympics. So it's my hope that she wins gold. And ideally, she'd absolutely smash all the women's world records. Because then at least people will go, this is patently absurd. This can't continue. This is incredibly unfair and incredibly unjust. And just to flesh that out a little bit, What's to become of young girls coming up in the world who get into weightlifting, who are looking at the superstars of the sports, of the sports, eh? If all their idols aren't women who were born women and they're all men who have transitioned to women, what would be the fucking point? You could never hope to live up to the expectations of your heroes because it would be biologically impossible. Now, it's not as straightforward as I might have alluded to. The Olympic Committee have said that so long as your testosterone levels are, I think it's below 10 nanomoles, I don't know what that means, um, per litre, for at least 12 months before competing, then they're allowed to compete. So, without understanding that in the least, because I don't, it doesn't matter. They have criteria that will allow a transgender woman, so a someone that was born a man and transitioned to a woman, they can compete in the Olympics provided that they their testosterone levels are at a certain level for at least 12 months prior to competing. And Laurel Hubbard has met those criteria and is therefore competing this coming Monday. Now, the alternative of her winning gold is obviously her not... Let's say if she doesn't podium, she doesn't win gold, silver or bronze. If she doesn't podium, my fear is that a transgender woman competing in weightlifting in the Olympics will become normalised. And people will say, oh, if there was an issue, she would have won gold. But she didn't, so there isn't an issue. But my argument is, what happens when a 26-year-old weightlifting phenom transitions? Because Laurel Hubbard's no spring chicken. I think she's the going to be the oldest lifter in these games at 43. And I would imagine, again, I don't know, but I would imagine that's up there with the oldest, oldest Olympians of all time. 
And Hubbard is no slouch when it comes to women's weightlifting because she won gold in 2019 in the Pacific Games in Samoa. So she's by no means there as a as a token. She's by no means there just because she's a transgender athlete. She has competed at the, the highest of levels and has won gold. So I suppose what's coming out of the wash here is my main concern is the precedent that you're setting and the normalisation of this. And it's funny, isn't it, to think that let's say keep everything the same. So everything as it is stays the same and we just pick two different outcomes. She sm- A, she smashes all the world's records. Like she, she fucking practically doubles the women's weightlifting record in her discipline and weight class and whatever way it works. She absolutely smashes everything to the point that no woman, no biological woman, say, would ever get anywhere near it. So that's one scenario. And the other scenario then is that she, you know, either comes second, third or fucking anywhere else. Dead last. It doesn't matter. So there's the two scenarios. She A, wipes everyone. B, is somewhere else. Think about how that primes the conversation moving forward. Because if she smashes all the records, which she mightn't do, but what a transgender athlete absolutely could possibly do, that will encourage people to think that this is absolutely incredibly unfair and can't be allowed to continue. However, if it's not that and it's anything else, it legitimises her participation in the sport or in the event. And it normalises this idea that a, a a man who transitions to a woman has no huge advantage over other competitors. But isn't it funny though, because we, we can't make that decision now. Or it's not that we can't make that decision now. We, we, can, we can kind of theorise or have a thought experiment as to what may happen now. But when the results are in, that will change the conversation. And that's why I wanted to upload this a week at least ahead of it actually happening. Because I'm going to do my predictions both ways. I say it's good for transgender people and women and for society generally if Laurel Hubbard smashes all the records. Because it will show how painfully absurd the idea of letting men who transition to women compete against women. But if it goes any other way, it will essentially normalise it. And it won't just normalise it for weightlifting. It will normalise it for boxing and everything else another thing that's worth pointing out here is that gavin hubbard so pre-transitioning was a run-of-the-mill male weightlifter did a couple of very impressive lifts as a junior at national level in new zealand but wasn't in the runnings to represent new zealand as a man that's my understanding of it so, it's a man who wasn't that good transitioning to a women's sport, basically. What happens when it's the fucking gold medalists in the men's who wants to transition? Because when that happens, you'd be sure as shit that person will absolutely wipe the floor of all the other female competitors. And obviously sets a fucking dangerous precedent. By being completely unfair. Speaking of fairness, fairness is something that seems to be popping up in all the different articles that I've read on on the issue and the people that have listened to speak of it. And a point that's made is that the Olympics isn't fair full stop because 
there are people who, for example, have swimming pools, in, like indoor swimming pools in their houses, like Olympic fucking, Olympic size, Olympic level swimming pools in their homes. And there are people who have, I'm sure, full athletic tracks and full access to private chefs and personal trainers and, you know, can fly to the top of mountains and do high altitude training, can sleep in fucking decompression or compression chambers to fuck with their blood oxygen levels and all the rest of it. And that's not fair. And it's not fair. But it's also not fair that Hussein Bolt can run 100 metres in fucking half a second and I can't. There, there's an inherent unfair, there's, a, in, there's an inherent unfairness to competition. It's not fair that Michael Phelps's fucking arms are 14 feet longer than mine. But that's the beauty of the Olympics. You get the best of the best of the best. And you forget about, in a degree, in, to a degree you kind of forget about fairness. Because everything's put aside, you just put people up against each other and you let the best person win. Short of doing drugs or, you know, doping or taking performing enhancing things that are banned, banned substances and all that jazz aside. But there's an inherent unfairness to competition generally, not just sport. But I would argue that that built-in unfairness has been there since the dawn of time. And it's what makes competition great. You want the best of the best of the best to rise to the top. And you you try and make it as fair as humanly possible. You try and level the playing field. But there's limits to what you can do. And I think allowing a man to transition to a woman and compete against women is taking that inherent unfairness to the ridiculous extreme. So there's my thoughts on uh, Laurel Hubbard. Uh, you may have noticed I referred to her as a woman and will continue to do so. I say fucking up the boys and hand the lads fair play to her for, you know, doing what she can do and achieving what she can achieve. And I'm sure she's a lovely person and I'm sure she doesn't mean anybody any harm. And I say genuinely, I say fair play to her. I wish her nothing but the best in life. But I say to the Olympic Committee or whoever it is that's behind these decisions that they're wrong-headed and that this will backfire if not immediately, further on down the line. And I'm all ears for questions, queries, thoughts, concerns, and you'll get me on 89 60 47 888. And on that note, I'll chat you soon.